This podcast is sponsored by Focus Hope. The views, beliefs, and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or other participants do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Focus Hope, nor do they necessarily reflect or represent the official policies of Focus Hope. Thank you. Hope Speaks, a podcast unifying the communities of Metro Detroit. Welcome to season one, Maturish, where we educate the boomers, zoomers, and everyone in between. We're your hosts, Asma and Jess. Welcome back to our podcast, Maturish. And sadly, today's episode, Goodbye-ish, is the last episode of the season. Yeah, this is when we close it off and say goodbye to being maturish and go on to being adulting, adultish, mature-er. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's sad, but it's also fun that we're kind of made it so far cuz I honestly was like, "Oh, podcast when Alexa first told us about it, about the job." I was like, "Oh, what's that going to look like?" Yeah. And then it actually happened. I, di- I didn't know what to really expect from this. And I didn't think that, like, we started off pretty rough. <laughs> we were so bad. <laughs> 19 <We had> takes. <laughs> literally. Oh, and I feel like I was the worst. My voice kept going like, like it was like glitching every second. Yeah, I mean, we, we, you, we came a long way. <laughs> and it's honestly crazy to believe that the summer is basically over. And now we've been doing this podcast for so long now. I can't I can't believe it. I can't go back to high school. And I just don't want to go back to school. Spring break is ending. <laughs> it didn't feel like summer at all. Not at all. It felt like we were still trapped in that spring break from like 2020. Yeah. Yeah. It was so bad. It is bad. And now we have to go walk in the hallway. I don't know why you're complaining. You ended before me and you're going back after me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But I feel like our podcast came so long. Like, it came a very long way. And it was so fun creating it. Like, I think my favorite memory of the summer would have to be Trendy-ish episode. And how the whole, like, aftermath and, like, the before of us. Having, like, controversial opinions. Yeah, I think we were just fighting with each other. <laughs> like the mom jeans. Oh, by the way, she supports us. She has converted. I have. Yeah. There's some in my cart right now. <laughs> There's, like, a few pairs. I was like, hmm, let me let me actually look at this section and see if I like anything. And I'm like, oh, these are cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, Girl, oh. you would look really good in straight leg pants. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You would. I'll show you the ones I'm going to get. <laughs> but, yes, this season is really coming to an end. And I hope you all enjoy, like, this this journey with us. This is a milestone. Yeah. Looking back at, I think one of my favorite things is our actual podcast cover. Yeah. Because I remember, like, seeing that, and I was just like, oh, so this is actually happening. It's not one of those things where, the, like, your teacher comes up to you and like, I kind of want to do this with you. And you're like, Yeah. And then it doesn't happen. Yeah. And you're just kind of waiting. But then, like, yeah, the the, the cover really secured it for me. Because I was yeah. like, this is the thing. We're doing this. Yeah, your four in the morning dreams. And- yeah. If you guys don't know, the whole creation of me making the cover because I drew it, I literally was, like, sleeping. 
and I had like just went to sleep and I had like in the dream I saw like a poster like a banner thing <laughs> and it was like our podcast logo and I'm like oh my goodness I am so magnificent how could I not think of this before and I like woke myself up out of the dream and I was like yeah we're gonna draw this mm-hmm. so then I drew it and I like threw it together and I like um added like stuff from our mood board and stuff yeah and I like sent it to Ozma at like four yeah I didn't see until the morning but like the funny thing is the thing was due in the morning so I woke up and I was like is it even done I was like I didn't even care and then I just looked at my messages and Jasmine was like oh like I made this thing and I was like girl I was asleep how'd you do this it was like the best dream I ever had because why was it just standing there on bright lights on a banner just displayed in my dream? I don't know. But whatever part of my mind created that. I'm getting like Rachel Berry Glee vibes right now. <laughs> like, it's like amazing. My mind, superior. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I feel like one of the scariest things doing this was, like, inviting guests over. Because they were like, oh, my God. Like, if I were being invited to a podcast as a guest, I'd be like, oh, these people are legit. And I was like, I'm so scared if they think I'm legit because I don't feel legit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they're like, we're scared. It's our first time. And we're like, um, <laughs> the, the notes I was, like, sending them about what each episode was about were so, like, scattered. It was like I just said random things from my brain and... And it's like when we're when it's just me and Ozma doing it, it's like we get it. We're like, yeah, that makes a hundred percent sense. That's English, perfectly written out sentence. Got it. Boom. But then other people, they're like, um, can you like emphasize on what this means? It was, <laughs> um, yeah. Moving on. So what have we done up until here? Like. Beyond the podcast, like Generation of Promise. Well, I mean, in Generation of Promise, this was like our 30-year anniversary. We were class 30, and we've been like just working on this podcast, which is like one thing, and then we, we did the retreat. Yeah. This- so like we've been working throughout the summer as youth media content creatives for Generation of Promise, and that's how we're like doing the podcast, and that's how we learned the, you know, got involved with the upcoming class, Class 31 of Generational Promise. And there was this retreat this weekend. And it was basically Class 31 and then some of us, like, alumni facilitators and then everyone else, basically. And this is our first time actually being in person for Generational Promise because we were virtual when we did the program. And it was so crazy. Like, I didn't even feel like I was there as a facilitator. I felt like I was there doing it again yeah like I never yeah just because like I've never done it and everyone was so cool and I felt like honestly kind of stupid because they were all so smart yes and I was like oh okay okay like you guys are like really intelligent (laughs) (laughs) it was like hearing their like vocal opinions and what's like going on in their mind and how they Mm -hmm. process and think I was like wow you guys are very deep and intellectual yeah also their style is on point yes they were so like they were so great and um the energy was amazing too and i i felt like i was like felt so comfortable there because i'm actually the same age as them yeah like i just didn't even be in the senior class um and i remember they're all kind of like 
I don't know if I can talk to you. Feel like you're kind of a teacher, but I'm like I'm not. Like you're probably older than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, 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 I was older. Like I'm <laughs> yeah, seventeen. Yeah. So then, like some of them are like, oh yeah, I'm fifteen. I can't wait till I turn sixteen. Like get my license and stuff. I'm like, well, y'all are fifteen. <laughs> I'm like, no, I kind of feel old. And they're like, what? You're not like, aren't you like sixteen? I'm like, I'm seventeen. They're like. You're a boomer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, a boomer here, a boomer there. Yeah, but overall it was really fun, and it's we all kind of plan to stay close with Generation of Promise, even though we won't be doing the podcast anymore. But the summer has been, like, really fun for me, especially because, like, looking back, I feel like I've done nothing because it went by so fast, and I didn't do any crazy fun things. But just working with everybody from the group around Focus Hope and like just having doing that all throughout the summer was like so much fun and it was so different than what I usually do. Yes. I usually like hang out with my friends all the time. Like that's all I do. Might stay in the house for a little bit, go on a few vacations, but I really just been here all summer and I remember at the retreat one of the um like facilitators were like, So what have you done this summer? I'm like, I really did anything this summer and then she was like, You and Ozma made a whole podcast. That is something. I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, I guess you're yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's been a lot of fun. Especially, remember when we went to, like, downtown Detroit and we're doing those interviews? Yes. Dude, those were, like, so funny because it took us forever for people to, like, even just talk to us. <laughs> like, I was, like, going up to random people and I was like, uh-uh, hi. My, I, I'm... My, can you do an interview? And I didn't even say my name. And I was like, my job. Interview. Can I interview for my job? And it was so weird. Yeah, and then <laughs> the no. <laughs> <laughs> so before we started interviewing, Joe, who's like basically kind of our boss, but he's also like our friend, he um was like, we're like practice running with him. And I was like doing this thing. And he was, and I was like, hey, can I like interview? And he's no, thank you. And we all died. And then it actually ended up happening, like, on the road. Like, some lady was just like, no. And I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. But she was like, at least I was prepared. Yeah, I was. It was great. It was so funny. And um, those interviews will be up pretty soon. So if you guys want to see those. Yeah, people thought we were, like, TikTok famous. Like, I remember we were, like, we wanted to, like, put you on our TikTok and Instagram. And like, oh, my God. We're going to be famous. You're on TikTok. And we're like, no, we literally just made an account. Like, Focus Hope has just made an account. We have zero followers at this moment. <laughs> and they were just not listening. They're like, bro, you're going to be famous. And then we're like. Yeah, they were like, I don't want to interview. I don't want to do the interview just because, like, I don't want to be all over TikTok. I'm like, you're not. Like, you're literally not. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Like, what, what else have we done this summer? Like, we tried Boba for the first. Well, I tried Boba for the first time today. Yeah. Thank you, Alexa. <laughs> Also, a boss hat slash friend that we work with constantly. And, yeah, she got us all boba, which was really nice. Thanks. But it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was, it was different. Yeah, I felt like semi-adult this summer. <laughs> yeah. I felt, I, was like, I felt like I was getting there. And then also, like, I was doing so many other things, like, other, like, working things with, like, school and extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. And college applications are absolutely disgusting. Tell and me about it. Yeah. I'm not here for it. And mm-hmm. I'm not here for senior year either. I don't want to be a part of that. It's like, I feel like 
the whole like senior experience, like the funness of it, ready, but like the technical stuff of it, you throw it away. Mm-hmm. Like the scholarship applications, you mm-hmm. the college applications, you <laughs> <laughs> like the building your resume and like the transcript and the yeah, you <laughs> it's it's nasty. I don't have any other words. That's it. It's just you. Like from September to like kind of December. It's not pretty. Yeah, I still feel like a sophomore. Like when did right. I become a senior? I, I feel like I feel like I kind of cheated. But I didn't. <laughs> but like I feel like I don't deserve it. Like I feel like the whole like middle part yeah. just didn't happen. Yeah. It was like beginning and where was the middle of the book? Yeah, I don't know who's letting me go to college. Like, the same way I have a permit right now, like, quote-unquote quote permit, which I have no idea how I got that either. Um, I don't know how, like, these things are happening. I still feel like a baby. Yeah, I'm like, um, it's like when you read the front cover of a book and you read the back cover, and then, <laughs> and then like... <laughs> finish. You're like, yep, that's the book. <laughs> <laughs> literally. That's literally... Our high school experience. The really? front cover and the back cover, none of the pages in the middle. That's amazing. Not yeah. even the table of contents. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the in- index. Wait, yeah, no. that's that's Is what it? it's called, right? That's, I don't bibliography? No, that's in a, <laughs> <laughs> that's, in a, that's in a research paper. Yeah, no, it's the it's the index. Yeah. Okay. Right? <laughs> Moving on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah honestly, we're graduating yeah we're yeah, going to college that's the thing mm-hmm. that's the thing that I didn't I feel like I was just in like fifth grade yeah those were I'm telling you remember we were doing these life maps during the retreat for Jeremy Show Promise and we're basically it's a life map and I remember my peak I literally wrote it peak was in like elementary school yeah, best like, times of my life the best the best times it was like field trips back to back to back you were friends with everyone honestly, honestly. no drama no none of the extraness none of that it was just like hey you want to go on the slide mm-hmm. yeah let's go on the slide <laughs> hey can i borrow your crayon yeah can i borrow yours sure and then like i used to think i was like so cool in elementary school cuz in like 4th grade my mom got me that 64-pack of Crayolas with the sharpener <laughs> on the back. I walked in school. That sharpener never worked, though. No. It worked for, like, two crayons. And then it was like, mm, you're yeah. done. Yeah. But I had walked in school, like, the first day. And they're like, okay, put all your supplies in your desk. I took the um, I took the crayons out and, like, slammed them on my desk. <laughs> and I'm like, then they were my hands on my hips, like, shaking my head. Like, yeah, I'm cool. You guys don't have the sharpener on the back. Do you remember, like, I know in elementary school, I used to always call my teacher mama. Like, <laughs> really? which is, like, mom in Arabic. And so, I would just be like, mama, mama. Like, it was so bad. And I feel like I screwed myself over in elementary school because you're basically with, like, the same people you are in elementary school all the way into, like, high school. Yeah. And, like, I was going into my into school. It's, like, my first time. And, like, and then they're like, what is your name? You know what I mean? And, like, my family says my name Asmat. Right, and then I was trying to say that, but like even the autobs couldn't say that, so they're like Esma, and I was like, sh- sh- sure, okay, and then it just stuck. And I every time I tried to correct them, it, nope, it stuck. So now my name is Esma, and it's I have a school name and then an at home name. <laughs> yeah, I remember 
I don't know how you would mess my name up. Like, I get the spelling is different. It, instead of an S and an I, it's a Z and a Y. But it's the same concept, right? No. Substitute <laughs> teachers are like, Jazz my knee? What are you talking about? I'm like, it's Jasmine. And then they'll, like, look at the paper like, what? <laughs> Dude, my name, they would be, like, swearing until they get it right. They'll be like, ass, asthma, a- asthma, asthma. And I'll just be like, okay, just stop. Just stop trying. <laughs> Let's just take a minute. <laughs> and then I just, I just can't. It's like, how do you mess that up? How do you, how do you mess up Jasmine? Like, I get it, but at the same time, you were milking it. Jazz, my knee. <laughs> it's crazy. I can't. But that that just goes to show that school is like something that evolved so much mm-hmm. because it was so simple back then. Yeah, you just have to stay inside the lines. But now you have to solve a math equation with words in it. <laughs> letters. Yeah, <laughs> um, I feel like I've grown so much, especially this summer and after generation of promise. I feel like completely different and going back to school talking to people I haven't seen in like literally two years I'm I'm just like I feel so different and I've learned so much through Generation of Promise and just like being around all of you here like remember um I didn't know I was a person of color but like specifically I feel like everybody in my community that's like out of especially like Lebanese we truly do not think we're people of color and I, I I'm still like and also I feel like it has to do with the fact that during like in the census we have to say we're white, and if you look at my like school records, I'm just it says that I'm white and like Caucasian, which is like so weird. Um, especially like, being in a school with probably like ninety five percent of people there are Arab um, or Middle and Middle Eastern, and it's just weird that we are all considered white. So like I never thought of myself as a person of color, and then one day Alexa was just like Asma, yeah, um, yeah, you are. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? I'm in the club? <laughs> Not in the club. You had a whole revelation. Yeah, it was the podcast. Yeah. The podcast teaches us so many different things. Because like, I'm pretty sure if y'all were to like re-listen to the podcast, and if now that I said this, I'm pointing it out, if you were to really like listen, mm-hmm. you would be like, you would realize that I say, I never knew that. Or, you know, I never heard that before, but hmm. <laughs> like, I said that so many times during a podcast because I learned, like, so much. And I'm just like, how did I not know this information before? But now I know it, and I'm, like, educated-ish. <laughs> yeah, smarter-er. <laughs> Smartish. But, yeah, I've... You're a person of color. Well... We're people of color. Fist bump. Fist bump. <laughs> you guys can't see us, but we like fist bump. <laughs> Yeah. But Generation of Promise, that is um the program that we were in. And that's why we have this job because we're we're making this podcast to celebrate our big thirty years. Yeah. It was honestly like my favorite program I've ever done. And mm-hmm. I remember like being in my community, no one I thought no one knew about it, but then like out of nowhere, like some people I knew were like, Oh my god, I actually did that and I was like what do you mean you actually did that? Now you want to share this? Like, why aren't you involved? Like, get become an involved alumni. Like, what's going on here? That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't really hear about Generation of Promise till like, they started, 
like finding students for it. Mm-hmm. And then when I was considering it, there were like so many of the alumni that I was really close with actually. And they're like, oh yeah, I did Generational Promise. My sister did it. My older sister did it. My younger. I'm like, so where have you been? <laughs> Why haven't you told me about this before? And I'm so glad I ended up joining it because I remember when we first talked about it, we thought it was going to be totally different than what it was. Yeah. But, like, I honestly thank my English teacher for pushing me to, like, apply and stuff and saying that this is really for you, Jasmine. You might not know yet, but this is for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And now it's, like, the best program I have ever been in. Yeah. Honestly. I, yeah, I didn't even apply to it. Like, I feel like a few weeks before it actually started, like, sometime in October or, like, um, September, um, my teacher texted me and was just like, yo, like, I did this program. I think you should do it. And, like, that's it. And I was just like, okay, I mean, fine. I'll do it. I didn't even, like, know anything. I just went in blind. And I did it as a favor because um, they were an alumni. And I obviously had, like, the best time ever. And I'm, like, thankful for it. But it was so weird that I didn't even... Because I've done so many things that I actually went out and applied for and wanted them. And this, I was just, like, so careless. Mm-hmm. I truly didn't even know where I was, what was happening. But I didn't know what I was getting into, but I'm so glad I got into it. Like, that was my whole feeling of Generation of Promise. And then I, like, remember it was just, like, life-changing. I had so many revelations, and I remember writing a paper for, what class was I in? Sociology. And... So much of that paper, like, kept talk, touching back to stuff we talked about in Generation of Promise. And I even, like, mentioned it in the paper. And I was like, how I had a view that I didn't know could offend other people. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't rude, per se, but it was, like, a form of treating someone else differently. And I didn't realize that that would, like, affect people the way that it potentially could have. And I'm glad I learned that it can before I met someone who was different in that way and, like, offended them in any way. Like, Generation of Promise taught me so many little things, and it told me that, like, oh, you might be doing this, and although it might not be the worst or although it might not be that bad, it can be that bad to someone else. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was like, wow. And then I remember my teacher, like, commented on it, and he was like, that's amazing that you could realize something so big but so little at the same time that so many people take for granted. And he was like, I didn't even think like that, and I didn't even take that into perspective. So now walking forward, I won't be doing that either. Yeah. And it was like like a chain. I'm like, I kind of like changed somebody in a good way. And I'm like, hmm. Mm -hmm. That like felt good, you know? You're like... You do this little thing, and you mention this little thing, and then someone else is like, I kind of do that. So I'm going to stop, too, and I'm going to pass that along to the next person. Yeah. And it changed so much. Yeah, I learned so much from Generation Promise, especially, like, do you remember the anti-racist, anti-racism workshop day? Mm -hmm. I mean, race always confused me, just because, like, there were so many things that were just like, this makes no sense, and it makes no sense because it's fake, and it was just made to oppress and it was made by you know i'm not getting into that but um i had no idea it wasn't like biologic biological mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like i always thought it was like my parents this i'm this and 
you know, so on. But so much stuff, like, literally, like, was mind-blowing learning about it. And I just, I felt like, at first, it was just, like, I had to agree with something just because I know it's right, but I don't really know how to explain why I do. And now I do know how to explain. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, reverse racism doesn't exist, but it was always so hard for me to explain it, especially, like, when you're, like, talking with those people that are, like, mini Ben Shapiros. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like... Just, like, hold on. Like, I'm trying to, like, think. And, and like, now I was able to, like, have those discussions with, like, people from Generation of Promise. And it wasn't, like, how do you not know this? Like, how aren't you super, like, you know, educated? But it was more, like, we're here to become educated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we did that. And now I can talk to a bunch of peer dude without, you know, having my mind blown and actually know what I'm saying and not feel like I'm stupid. Yeah, I think that Generation of Promise has impacted so many people. And I remember, like, while we were doing the Capstone Projects, I even talked about some of the little things I learned to some of my other Capstone partners. And they're like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's crazy. I didn't even realize that. And then they told me some of the stuff they learned and how they interpreted it and how they took it in. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even catch that or Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. And I, that's what I really love about Generation of Promises because you're surrounded by so many students with so many different views, opinions, thought processes. So you get a different, like, you get a different takeout from each mm-hmm. yeah. each person. You learn so much. And you might have learned so much, but you're going to learn so much more because your peers are going to add to it and add to it. And you're, it's going to become a chain of you just becoming more and more educated about whatever topic that you're talking about in that time. Yeah, I remember um, starting off like junior year because that's when we did Generation of Promise. Mm-hmm. And then now looking at everything I've done and then now going into my senior year and everything I have, kind of all my accomplishments. Like that's when I made my resume like last year. And I remember starting it, I was like, I have no idea what to put on here. <laughs> like, what do I have? Like, are you kidding me? I have like nothing to put on here. And now I have, I can, like, feel proud of myself. Like, I've in some way, like, measured to, like, kind of that meaning of success. And, like, can say I've done what I wanted to do in high school. I've done things for my community. I've done things for myself. Like, within Generation of Promise, the capstone projects that you're talking about, they're basically, like, community projects you do um, focus on a certain, like, critical issue. Mm-hmm. Mine was immigration justice, and we're still working on our project. Like, we've, you know, it's kind of an everlasting thing we've been doing. Um, it's like a video, kind of a film, kind of a show. <laughs> like, there's multiple episodes, and, you like, everyone, y'all can check it out on the Focus Hope YouTube. But essentially, just doing all those things, I always thought they were so difficult. Mm. Like, oh, making a community project or doing this or doing that. Like, that's so... It's not, like, real. You just see people do it in the movies, and it's not actually... Can't actually do anything. Mm-hmm. But then I've done so many things since then, and I've seen myself grow a lot. Like, right now, in my high school, I'm, like, the president of three different um, clubs. And I have a lot going on, but I also want to stay with Generation Promise. I also want to do this. And I've just, like, challenged myself a lot last year being within Generation Promise, and now I... I mean, I don't feel like I have a lot going on, but I feel like... Do you know what I mean? I feel like I'm doing enough. Yeah. And I used to feel like 
literally like a bum. Like, I used to feel like, what am I doing? Like, I'm doing nothing. Yes. Yeah, I feel like, I feel the same. Like, last year during our, during our identity walk, where, you know, you step forward if this applies to you and you um, don't step forward if it doesn't. I remember, like, the do you feel successful question, mm-hmm. and I didn't turn my camera on because, yeah. like, although, yeah, I, I'm also, like, president of a few clubs, captain of a team, mm-hmm. so forth and so on. I have these achievements, and I have these really good grades, and I'm doing all these good things, but I just didn't feel successful because I feel like that's what I was supposed to do or, mm-hmm. you know, that's like, here, you do this, and then I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. I yeah, but it didn't like, feel like it was actually doing anything. Like, ex- it meant nothing. Exactly. It's like, I didn't go myself. I, myself, didn't stand up and say, I'm going to go do that. Mm-hmm. Someone was like, you should go do that. Or, I think you're going to do that. Yeah. Which, like, influenced me. But after Generation of Promise, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I, I did stuff. We're making a podcast. I know. Like, we went and did something, like... We took the extra step to like record yeah. a video interview. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you remember when like the actual like full trailer was like made and yeah. like Joe was like putting it and we're like in the studio and we're like he put it on and we we're listening to it and I was just like our mouths were just open, just dropped. Yeah, and like Shayla was by and she's like, "Y'all, you actually made a podcast! Like, like it happened." I I can't get that I can't get that feeling of like the chills I got when that the trailer played mm-hmm. like hearing that hi bestie y'all that music was so difficult to get like Honestly, I hope you know we were sitting here looking at all these like non copyrighted music on YouTube and they all sounded the same yeah I was like going like tone deaf like I had no idea what I was listening to at one point and then we found that and we're like yeah that sounds good and then we're like. But are we sure? And then when it got put with the words, we're just like, that is it. Because mm-hmm. as soon as we heard, like, the music, and it was like, hi, besties. Yeah. And it was, so, it was so nice. And it made us, like, it, feel, it made me feel warm inside. Mm-hmm. And I felt like we really, like, made a milestone there. We did, we did that. Yeah. I know, like, before Generation Promise and specifically before this job, I always felt like, I was just, like, from Dearborn and didn't really do anything. And then I was, like, but, you know, this, like, neighborhood, literally the street behind me, Detroit, that I never felt part of, um, I brought in my sense of community and was, like, I am a metro Detroiter and I can do things beyond than just in my city. And I can do things to better the lives of people in my city by, like, joining in with, like, all of you. You know, none of you are from Dearborn. But we've done so many different things. And now, like, when we're at the retreat and we're doing that game again where you, like, step up if, step up if you feel successful or if you consider yourself successful, we both stepped up. Yeah. It's, like, the bond me and you made over this summer is yeah. it's so <laughs> crazy. Because, like, we literally didn't know each other before this. We knew of each other. Meaning, like, What we knew- was, like, your first, like, thought when they were, like, Oh, the partner. Because I remember the whole time I was like, oh, my God, two people Who is it going to be? Yeah, and then and I found out it was you because you were really, like, um, active in Generation of Promise mm-hmm. on the Zoom and everything. Like, you were always talking things like that. And I remember, and they're like, it's Jasmine. I was like, okay, I'm so relieved because, like, she's fun. I know she is because, like, everyone loves her. And then I was just like, wait, like, she's so much fun. What if she finds me boring or something like that? 
Um, but I was excited, and then I was also like, she's super like, I felt like you were extroverted, but then when I got to annoy you, I was like, I feel like we're on the same level of introvert. The same wavelength. It's like, at first, like, when I saw your name, I'm like, I don't really know who this is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> I know, like, I know your name, and I know, like, your face, and I'm like, I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what to expect. What if she doesn't like me? <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'm too outgoing. Maybe I should tell myself down. Yeah, there was like that one point, like when we just met each other, not in person, but like through the Zoom. And then Joe and Alexa were just like, okay, y'all go in your own Zoom and work on this like And I was thing. like, and we're like, what are we, what? And then the whole time I was just like, um, Jasmine, do you like this? Or, like, do you like... It was so weird. And now it's just, like, I can make fun of her and I can laugh at her. (laughs) It's, like, me and Ozma made the craziest bond this summer because, literally, in Generation of Promise, we told you guys, we never got grouped up. (laughs) And it's, like, I never really heard you talk until graduation. Yes! No, literally. Like, graduation came, and then Joe emailed me, was like, we want you to do, like, a speech. And I I remember I emailed Joe back, and I felt like he asked the wrong person. So I emailed him back, and I was like, um, my name is Esma, you sure? Like, I literally was like, you know, there was, like, this other girl and this other girl in the family group. I think you, like, you, you, you meant to give it to her. And he's like, no, 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 we, we, we wanted you. And I was like, oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> and then I did the speech, and I remember Jasmine introduced me, and she was, like, so, so nice. And I was, like, I'm so, like, never, like, I never got to talk to her. I was so mad about that. And then, like, I found out you were in the position. I'm, yeah. like, I know this name. <laughs> so then, like, we really got to know each other so well this summer, and we established an amazing bond that I think is going to last. Yeah. Because now we're, like, so close that we send random TikToks to each other. And that's another level of close. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, sending random TikToks and stuff, like, about the stuff we talk about. And it's so funny. It's, like, me and Ozma are, like, total opposites in a way. Mm -hmm. But we get along so well. Yeah. It's, like, our energy bounces off of each other. And it's it's so great. It's so funny. Yeah. I feel like it makes sense. You're a Taurus. I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're we like our... I'm pretty sure, maybe. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm guessing. I literally was just guessing. I just threw it off. I mean, like, what if what if they say, like, we're the least, like, compatible signs? Then That's so crazy. Wait, we're probably going to fight soon. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> and then it's going to be like, this isn't the last episode. We broke up. We went our different ways. Like, One Direction. <laughs> Listen, you're saying though. Like, I don't want that kind of pressure on me. I don't want that tea on me. It's over. Cherish. <laughs> done. No. <laughs> you go and you make another podcast, and what do you call it? You're, like, backish. You know, revenge-ish. <laughs> <laughs> the truth-ish. Here's the real tea. Yeah. That- <laughs> and I got the receipts to show it. Yeah, I just... I. I just can't. That is so funny. We really, like, walked into this, like, um, hi. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did. And now uh, we just, like, can't I stop mean, laughing. Y'all can see, too, like, looking at our other episodes, they were pretty bad. Like, <laughs> the edits and stuff like that, they're they're pretty bad. And now we're just, like, kind of chill and we can talk. 
And I remember the first time I was literally shaking. Like, when we were doing the intro episode, I was like, and I was like shaking, and then we had to do it again. I remember recording the intro episode, and we had to record it again because we listened to the take, and we're like... Like, that's so nasty. We're like, no, we're going to do this again, and it wasn't that good. (laughs) It was still bad. But it's so, it's so funny to see that we're at this point with each other now, and we're just, like, laughing and, like, having a ball with each other, like... I remember it was like the retreat for Generation of Promise was two days, and I didn't go the first day. And I remember yeah, I was like, I texted her that night, and I was like, Jasmine, can you come the next day? She was like, Girl, where where were you? <laughs> and I'm like, um, Let me see if I can like see if I can come the next day because I don't have to babysit anymore. And then I did, and then Ozma. So, I mean, I didn't see Asma first, yeah, and I we was like, looking for her. It was a big room, too. It was, like, across. And then Alexa's like, oh, Jasmine's here. And I turned, and I'm like, Jasmine? <laughs> yeah. And she just screamed my name across the room. So then I remember I looked, and then I remember just a whole bunch of students, like, looking at me, and I'm just like, <laughs> I know she didn't just scream at <laughs> It was so funny, but it was, like, it was a nice surprise. Because I'm, like, I'm looking around, I'm like, where is Alexa and Asma? And then next thing I know, I hear Jasmine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, this whole summer was great. I feel like we've talked so much about like everything we wanted to talk about on the podcast. Because like before we actually made the podcast, we were doing a bunch of brainstorming, and we're, and everyone was like, "What are the things you want to talk about?" And we had like the craziest lists. Lists. We were like, "We want this. We want this. We want this." Like everything that we. We're, like, piling up, and we just wanted to vent about. We had to put it in, and I feel like we did. And I was so happy about that. Like, I remember talking about everything. It's like, oh, I feel so relieved. (laughs) Yeah, and we did it in a a decent amount of episodes. It's, like, Mm -hmm. so many different topics and so many different things. But we fit it in in a controlled way. Like, how how did we do that? Sophisticated, kind of, I, I think. I mean, don't. Like attack me if we weren't, because I feel like we also weren't. <laughs> but when we got guests, I feel like I was so scared about that. But then it ended up really well. They were so great. Like yeah. they were naturals. Yeah, better than us in our first no, nineteen takes. Like she was. Um, what's it called? Julie. She was amazing. And I. And then I was like, Are you? Um, have you done this before? Exactly. And then Guadalupe was super good right? too. I remember I told her I was like, It's okay if you're nervous at first. And she's like, Okay, okay. And then she went in and she's just like. Whoa. Boom, pow. And joke, I was like, joke. And I was like, okay, why did they pick us for this job? I'm like, they really took the show. <laughs> it was great because I'm like, you know, and they had like no stops, no setbacks or anything. They yeah. were straight through and I loved it. It mm-hmm. was so natural talking to both of them. It was like, this is just our friend that comes in the studio any other day. Yeah, we know her, even though we met, like, five minutes before this. <laughs> before the recording. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. I mean, we won't be a part of this. Well, maybe we won't be a part of this podcast anymore. God knows what's going to happen in the future. But um, the season of Maturish will be over after this. But Hope Speaks will continue. And we hope to see more, like, community members take a lead in a new season and we look forward to seeing how they kind of spin it around or maybe if they keep the ish going. Like, we'll see what happens. But um, I'm looking forward to it. And maybe we'll have a reunion. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll come back. 
years later or months <laughs> later or something and say, we're backish. <laughs> so, and like maybe we'll do like a reunion episode where we just catch up on the stuff we've been experiencing in life and catch you all up because although Maturish season one is done, there is so much more to come for Hope Speak. Yeah, we're going into the adult life. We're going to college. God knows where. But we are <laughs> moving forward. And hopefully only good things, I guess. I mean, I don't know what I want at all. If, like, when, you know when people ask you that question, what are you going to do when you grow up? Or, like, what are you going to study? Or Who when? knows? I don't even know. Hmm. Like, I know what I want to study. But I know that I don't want to work a job the rest of my life. I want to be able to make passive income and mm-hmm. I don't want to like be restrained under a boss because I don't like listening to people <laughs> that much. Like I like I like making my own rules at times. I like branching out and being able to be free and making the decisions I want to make within a job. So like I want to go into medicine, but like who wants to work in someone else's hospital for the rest of their life? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I'm going to make an ish hospital. <laughs> but, like, eventually, I think if I do, like, choose to continue medicine for the rest of my life, I'll make, like, a private practice or something. But then, like, in the end, I want to make, like, a business. And I yeah. want to make, like, black girl luxury items. Mm-hmm. Like, just want, yeah, I want big queen. things out of life. Yeah. Icon. And then I just feel like that nine to five aspect is so dry. Yeah, couldn't. Couldn't yeah. be. I mean, if I if you see me in the medical field in the future, then you know I'm not happy, and you know that's not my choice. You know I'm fulfilling my father's dreams. But um, <laughs> we'll see what happens, I guess. If I see you, Asma, I'll, <laughs> I'll, like, walk in and act like I'm hurt, and then I'll be like, I need Dr. Asma only. Thanks. I won't take anyone but her. <laughs> and then I'll get in the room, and I'll be like, oh. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. I just came to say hey. (laughs) But I really hope, like, we both end up with the future that we want to end up with and that we don't end up working extraneous hours for the rest of our lives. Because I feel like that's so boring. And then, like, push that on to people. Like, you must work a nine-to-five or you're not successful. Why? Mm -hmm. You must do this. You must do that. I will do what I want to do. Yes. When I have the money to. <laughs> Not until I'm financially stable. But till then, I guess maybe a nine to five might work semi. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. And I mean, I don't even know where you're applying to college and I don't know where I'm applying to college. But may we'll for sure stay connected just because I don't think we cannot. But We'll see what happens with us, and we both hope the best for each other and the best for the podcast, and hope to stay connected also through Generation of Promise, and going into the next chapter of Lifeish. <laughs> and with that, we all—I want to say thank you to everyone for listening, and thank you, Asma, for being here. Thank you for applying for the job, Jasmine. <laughs> Thank you for applying and being accepted. (laughs) Wait, wait. Alexa, Joe, Shayla, thank you for accepting us for the job. (laughs) Yes, thank you guys. 
because we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you all. That's true. Thank you for making the job. That's it's also a new job. So all right, right. Yeah. We're so, setting the bar high. Thank you for everyone listening. I truly didn't know if this would happen, but thank you. <laughs> and you can keep in contact through email, jenofpromise at gmail.com, and on our Facebook, Instagram, and even TikTok. TikTok and YouTube. Oh, and YouTube, um, Focus Hope. Thank y'all so, so, so much. And we hope y'all enjoyed Mature. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Maturish, a safe space for youth to talk about their ish. Come back for more rants and diverse insights. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Focus Hope, a Detroit-based nonprofit pledging intelligent and practical action to overcome racism, poverty, and injustice.